And you are listening to the Cutting Up Podcast with plastic surgeon Dr. Ross Blagg and comedian actress Cece Chambers, where we discuss everything people do to their bodies and the love-hate relationship that we have with plastic surgery. Remember, if you can nip it, tuck it, cut it, suck it, pluck it, pull it, dye it, do it. Welcome to Cutting Up. I am comedian actress Cece Chambers. I am here with plastic surgeon Dr. Ross Blagg and his bestie with the mesty Jackson Carter. Jackson Wick Carter. Your name is so freaking long. I, well, it's so that the crazy fans can't find me and skin me alive. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm ever missing, I'm going to be... I just don't know what to say this. I want to bring every one of them here. I'm I'm sitting here thinking, how many books could we make out of you? Oh, trust me. The reality TV... The people who watch reality TV are the scariest. So if I ever go missing, I've got several basements that I know where you can find me. He doesn't know, but I have plans to skin him. (laughs) Well, you already have. I already did, actually. Um, Backstory on that, Jackson was on Biggest Loser. You came in third? Third. Season 14. Whoop, whoop. And then um, you need to put me in touch with them, people. Got it, girl. And then Ross, after Jackson lost all of his weight and got beautiful. Um, more did, beautiful. More beautiful. Thank you. More, that's right. Um, Ross, he made an appointment with Ross, and or Ross reached out. How did you guys, you take that over? Are we doing our origin stories? I guess it's an origin story. I guess so. <laughs> well, my friend was having a surgery done, uh, my roommate at the time. And Ross was the assistant doctor on it. And he goes, God, you just look so familiar. I thought I'd seen him in clinic before. Yeah, he's yeah. like, do you come into the clinic? Do you go to the U? I was like, have you been in here before? I was like, nope. No. And it's I'm like, like a I steel trap. I don't throw that out there right off the bat. <laughs> no, he didn't tell me. Do you come in? Do you, have you come in here before? No, usually it's a cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so eventually I'm just like, well, do you watch Biggest Loser? He goes, you were on Jillian Michaels' season. Yeah, because I was like, I saw that she was coming back on, and they like made a big thing about it, and I watched, and then there was Jackson. He's a memorable face. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. we were friends, and then after we started yeah. hanging out, he was just like, well, I really like doing skin removal. I'm like, oh, you do, do you? <laughs> Let's chit-chat about that, shall we? And so I was the one fan he let skin him alive. Yeah, I was. You're the only one. He's you like, hold that title for now. Yes. <laughs> one of the things we want to talk about is breast implants. Yeah. For both boys it's and girls. Big topic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not gender specific. So go. Well, there's a lot you can talk about with breast implants, but the, usually you're looking at uh, you know a woman coming in and wanting breast augmentation. And the things to consider are like what type of implant. Most people get silicone implants now. And uh, the discussions always say lean versus silicone. The advantage is to silicone, silicone feels more natural, more real, and you don't see the ripples as much. So if you've ever seen like a, someone at the beach lean forward in a bikini and it's almost like there's streaks under her. Sweetie, and each person that's had children looks like that. <laughs> well, you can see it with an implant, especially with a um, uh, saline implant. So that's a salt water. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like a plastic grocery bag that's been stretched a little too far. <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> so usually most are going with silicone now. You can go under the muscle or over the muscle. Wait, what's the difference there? So going under the muscle is going under the pectoral muscle. So it looks more natural because it's like the implant shaded by the muscle. 
Pam Anderson look would be to go on top of the muscle because then you're going to be just really round breast. Oh, okay. So like for the drag queen look. Oh, amen. Well, do, you know, yeah. do you know how most of my drag queen friends, like the really trashy ones, get their breasts? Nerf football. <laughs> Sugar daddies? No. Nerf football, cut it in half, boom, you're done. So it's like really Madonna cone shaped, and it's so sexy. Well, you know that's how they—you know that's how uh, Chinese foot binding came about. That same shape. Yeah, they American American people had gone over there, and like this was what hundred years ago, but it was really popular in the 1700s and 1800s to take a woman's foot and you—they broke it, and then they from a young age and they would wrap all of the toes back around itself. So this is the top of the foot. I am going to pass out. And they would do it like this. So then the thumb, or the, the big toe, became like the toe nipple. Thumb. Oh. And so it, when, the t- when the foot was wrapped, it was almost pyramid-shaped. And it felt about the same size as a, 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 a Western woman's breast. And it became a fetish. And that's why a lot of Asian men have feet fetishes and what? liked the bound feet. But number one, if a, if a woman had bound feet, she couldn't run. Sure. So you could do whatever you wanted oh, to her. Oh, okay. She Can't run, run away. All right, then. And, oh, my God. and it was also a way because China, a lot of Chinese women don't have I'm grabbing my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, Asian, um, yeah. They, Asian. Don't, they don't have big breasts. Yeah. And so the Chinese men or the wealthier men were like, I want boobies. And this was a way to do it. Number one, your woman can't run. You can do whatever you want to her. You're showing your wealth because you basically have a sex slave as a pet. And three, you bound her feet to no. feel like boobies. So when her knees are up around her ears, you can just nope. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. So some of the first breast implants ever done were on Asian women for it was like done to attract American men in the Navy who were on leave. So they would stand there on the shore. And then it became what? They were Taiwanese boys? The lady boy is very popular. It is very popular, yeah. That is so sad that they are prettier than any women. <laughs> they are really good looking. Yeah, when I was in Thailand uh, just recently, you could see them. How many lady boys did you see? Well, I don't even know because you wouldn't necessarily know, but <laughs> yeah, definitely fair. a couple. It's like, hey, I love you long time. What are you doing? Seeing which sex you are. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just wondering, just you know, is it an innie or an outie? <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so men can get chest implants, like pec implants, um, to make their pecs look bigger. Or obviously they can get breast implants if they're transitioning. Yeah, I, speaking of transitioning, we need to cover that a little bit later. But yeah, I have many questions about that. But um, with the boys, now, are their implants different? Yeah. So they're not, like, squishy like the, um, like, breast implants. We're talking male to female transgenders, oh. right? No, right now we're talking about boys with no, with no, oh, okay, don't great. work out. Sorry, I fell off the train there. No Back on. Also. Yeah. All right. Um, no, they're, they're more solid. They're still made of silicone, but they're pretty solid, and you can actually cut them with scissors, though, to, like, shape it the way you want it. But it's similar to, like, uh, buttock implants, calf implants, all of those are, are made out of silicone, but it's like solid silicone. So it's kind of like the little gel inserts for your yeah. Sh- shoes? Yeah, similar to that. Are you gelling? I do gel. I I'm gelling like Magellan. I, I really hurt my foot. Oh, what happened? I think I broke a stress fracture. Oh, for hell's sake. <laughs> She was trying to bind her own foot. She, <laughs> she couldn't she, run away from herself. She got a rock and tried to break it. Oh, 
gosh. Um, so when you're shopping, why is there? Why are they so expensive? Um, because it's made by a company that wants to make money. My money. <laughs> I mean, Thank you so much. They probably price them at the price that they can, you know, sell them. The but they're like four thousand yeah. dollars for a plastic bag with salt water. Well, yeah. So for the saline implants, that's true. The silicone implants are a little bit more. They've done a lot, I guess, with technology to find the best silicone consistency. So maybe that costs a lot of money. But, um, you know, you think about the return on your investment. <laughs> yeah, We're talking say, to the lady boys okay. here. Let's say you have them in for 10 years. You paid $4,000. That's not too bad. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've got big boobs, and I don't have anybody paying my rent, so I just don't see the benefit of it. You got them for free. Yeah, well, I've actually had two reductions. They grew back. Two? Two. They grew they back. They grew back? Yes. So when you, need you to do find my... out what you're drinking, you can market it. I know. <laughs> so when you redo my body, just make them small. Oh, we're talking like half oranges. You might have to throw some Roundup or something in there. <laughs> just like cut that shit off at the source. God. <laughs> so what about chemical leaching? Like, um, I, I think, you know, if you're putting a plastic anything in your body, it has chemicals. Obviously, it's plastic. Mm-hmm. So does it leach into the body? How does that work? Yeah, so there's been lots of questions about that. Um, you may remember, like, in the 1990s, they took silicone breast implants off the market because there was a concern they caused breast cancer and all these diseases like rheumatologic diseases. They've come back on the market after uh, years of research on lots and lots of women showing that that doesn't happen, but you can't say that for sure. I mean, you're right. Anytime you put anything foreign, it's in your body. You do uh, make a capsule around it, so basically a scar around the implant. And so now, usually even if like silicone leaks out of your implant, it, it stays within that capsule. So probably it, it, it it's probably pretty negligible, but yeah, you can't completely rule it out. I guess if you're putting McDonald's in your body. Right. <laughs> well, uh, worse fair things, enough. Yeah. How long have, have breast augmentations been happening, like breast implants? Um, I don't know the exact date. I think that the, like when the Asian women were getting them, that, I think that was around World War II. Okay. Um, holy, for holy. What were they made out of? Coconut? I think the early ones probably were made out of some sort of silicone or plastic, but I don't know. I mean, how... But they've come a long way. I mean, this shit was still made out of Bakelite then. I mean... <laughs> Baby girl, I'm going to throw a can of Crisco in your breasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Of course, that was during... You know, that was a weird time in, in beauty because it was like... You, this is the dawn of the thinner model from the 30s into the 40s. and But at the same time, there were still ads out going, gain 10 to 12 pounds, eat this. And it was just like this heavy, lard-laden cake or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's like they wanted you to be plump and squishy, but still small. Yeah, well, now the, the you know the going trend is to be plump and squishy in the right places, small in the right places. Ugh. I mean, that's this the obsession. The cleaning is such yeah, bullshit. That's this obsession now with like the little waist and the, and a round thing in and your face. And a round thing in your face, <laughs> pretty much. It's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was actually the. That's what I put on our SoundCloud for the booty episode. Oh, yeah, I put the lyrics. Yeah. 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 Itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, I get busy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with with the with the breast implants, 
how often do you see guys having it done? Having chest implants? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty rare. Yeah? Yeah, I've only done two. I saw one, and he, he swears to God that they weren't fake, but I can spot them from a mile away. Okay, are we talking about a tranny or what? No, and it's transgender. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, well, there's cool. tranny, and then there's transgender. Fair enough. Uh, no, a, a guy, he was a beefcake, meathead, and he, they were just so round. Yeah. They were just two perfect circles that laid right underneath his tank top. Yeah. And they almost looked freakish. Yeah. Like, is that common? Well, I think if you just put them in there too big, then it can look that way. Yeah. Ew. Especially if you've got too much cleavage happening, like with the pec implants, you want to shave that middle part down a little bit so it's not like here, but it's more like... I appreciate when a man shaves his chest. Oh. <laughs> Cover mud up. Yeah, but, yeah no shit. <laughs> Looking like Grizzly Adams pubic yeah, hair on my yeah. chest. Jackson's over here rubbing his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So okay, where? How do we? How do we pick a doctor? What do you look for? Uh, for so for plastic surgeon, you want to pick someone who's actually trained to be a plastic surgeon because there's. It's weird because there's a... Uh, handyman with caulk isn't going to do much. Yeah, but pretty Some much... Some guy just opened up the side of his van and said, yeah. hey, I can get you a butt right now. Yeah, but if you have an, an, a medical license, there's no regulation on what you can do. You just have to have a hospital give you privileges for it. Mm -hmm. So any sort of medical doctor can open up like a plastic surgery stand, basically. So you do have people who call themselves plastic surgeons who aren't really, and that's probably not a good idea to go. Yeah. So you have like, like an ER doctor with like a two-year residency, like yeah. skinning people? Well, I had my first... That's go ahead. More rare. Yeah, it would more be some other specialty. My first um, surgery was done, like all my connective tissue here needs to be like re-scraped and reconnected. In your armpit, yeah. breast area? Yeah, okay. the side boob. Yeah, side boob. Thank you. Yeah. Um, proper term. It It's because he disconnected all that tissue. I, I had a massive uh, hematoma. I mean, I literally lost a cord. Wow. And passed out. Well, yeah, my white carpet, we had to die at plum. I mean, it <laughs> oh was my God. Much blood. Oh. And, like, I had to pay to have the carpet replaced in my apartment. So that's wow. how much blood I lost. And, um, turned out, I mean, I checked him out. You know, he had a lot of clients. Seemed okay. Turned out he was a hand surgeon. Mm and had started doing plastics and just just screwed yeah. my boobs. That's it doesn't nuts. mean that a person doing that doesn't know what they're doing, but it's why would you go to someone when you could go to someone who has actually done like six years of plastic surgery? And you've done you you've done a billion. Yeah, a billion. You've done a lot. All Plus or minus rounding up. All the years. A billion. This is my seventh. I know. It's like I've known him forever. I like go around. Okay, so if you're gonna have anything done, you go to Ross, and if Ross isn't available, you go to Sagar, and if Sagar isn't available, you can fly to Austin and go to Malin. <laughs> so these are the people I trust. Yeah. Now, what would you? Um, what two pieces of advice you would give somebody who wants to have breast augmentation? Um. Just, I can only give two. I feel like I'm at a pageant. Okay, you can give five. <laughs> and you have 15 seconds to go. You have 15 go. seconds to go. Uh, I believe it will, peace. Um, and, um, yeah. you know, everybody's beautiful. <laughs> if you're thinking of getting breast augmentation, uh, make sure you find someone who's a plastic surgeon who's gone through residency in plastic surgery and is preferably a board-certified plastic surgeon. Um, second would be to... Um, 
I guess research the different options. I think that unless you're really cost conscious, that probably silicone is the best implant. If you want a more natural look, go under the muscle. And other advice is to put some rice in a bag and walk around in your house with it. Holy shit, is that <laughs> a real see, thing? Yeah, so you can look at, you can Google the amount of rice per cc. And if you, scoops of rice. So you put scoops of that many scoops of rice into a plastic Jackson, bag. Jackson, the rice is in the fridge. Yeah, yeah thank you. I'll <laughs> be right back, guys. Put it in a plastic bag, put it in your bra, walk around the house with that many cc's. We'll give you a good idea of what you're going to be ending up with. And I can tell people right now, okay, this is, this is straight talk. It's not fun having big boobs. Now, if you are naturally... <laughs> Speak for yourself. If you, hey, it may be fun for you... I mean, if Jackson enjoys you playing with them, that's one thing, but... <laughs> Hello, fellas. <laughs> and I can be reached at 801. <laughs> but, um, it, you know, it hurts your back. I mean, for, if you start off tiny and you get implants, it might be okay. But, because you, you're actually not getting that big of a boob compared to how big you are. I mean, if you're a size zero and you're getting an A-cup implant, it's going to look like you have C-cups just because you're already so yeah. tiny. Um, whereas like me, I wear a 34, 36, depending on the bra, double D. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I have more boob in one boob than a lot of skinny girls have ass accumulatively. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. Is that your Tinder profile? <laughs> 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 when I say lean on me, baby, I meant the whole head. <laughs> Um, no, but it, it is, it, it does stress your back. It stresses your neck. And it's like, I always have to like, I'm, I'm constantly like literally grabbing my boobs and my shoulders and pulling myself up straight when I'm walking and you, your clothes look bigger on you. Um, you, it's cause you have to have everything fitted. So if you have any kind of tummy or any kind of anything in big boobs, you're going to look fat, even though you're technically normal shaped with big boobs. If you are skinny, meeting a size zero, one, two, three, four, and you're getting implants, and you're gonna, you have to have everything fitted tightly, or it's gonna make you look like you instantly put on 20 pounds. <clears throat> yeah, I can do that. Yeah, if you go too big with an implant, it'll. So I have a question about sensation, because after my skin removal, I pretty much lost all feeling on my upper ass and I have very limited feeling on my stomach. So what what happens with breast implants? So about 15% of women with breast implants will have some change in sensation. Oh, um, that's it? Yeah. Wow. And you, so it's, it would be really rare to completely lose sensation from okay. that. But you're, especially if you're going under the muscle, you're not really disrupting any of the nerves going from basically the muscle to provide to the breast tissue. Oh, okay. So you're putting an implant kind of way behind. Sure. So you also just, most of those uh, nerves that go to for nipple sensation are out to the side of the boob. And so you- It's usually guys that have a lot of nerve when they're going for nipple sensation. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this is an interesting fact that actually the most sensitive area of a breast is not the nipple, it's the upper part of it right here. I have no feeling. Really? What? Yeah, none. Anywhere? Nope, I can't feel anything in my left breast, except for like one little part on the nipple. That's only if you like pinch me really super hard, by then I'm usually hitting you. We're going to test something when we're done recording here. <laughs> and on my right one, I can feel the nipple, but I can't feel anything else. Wow, okay. 
I know. Yeah, it's it is different for like reductions, but for breast implants, it's interesting. Okay, look. We need to cover reductions in a show. Yeah. Dude, we have personal experience times two here. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, that this is a great show. It's really informative. Do you have a website yet? Yeah. What is it? Uh, RossBlagMD.com. And then my Instagram is RossBlagMD. Okay. And it's horrifying, so be prepared <laughs> yeah. for some gruesome. Yeah, don't be hitting on my doctor. Okay. So... Uh, again, RossBlagMD.com if you want a consultation. Um, before, he's going to Austin, and he's going to be working with Dr. Malin Kerr in, name of the clinic, what's his clinic? Synergy Plastic Surgery. Synergy Plastic Surgery, which, is it in Austin or Round Rock? Uh, both. Oh, both. Yeah. So, um, and I used, I used to race down in that area, so I know it pretty well. Um, it's a great area. In fact, I'm probably moving to Dallas just so I can drive oh. down and have you do my list. <laughs> I told, I told one of the guys I'm dating that he needs to put a rock on my finger and we just need to make it official because he lives in Dallas. And I'm like, I need a reason to move. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be within a stone's throw. All right. So join us next week back for cutting up. Remember, if you can nip it, tuck it, suck it, pluck it, die it, do it. Cutting up is a CC production. Produced by CC Chambers, distributed by Geek Factor Radio and SoundCloud. Sound effects provided by bensound.com. <laughs>